Sukkah, Perek Aleph, Mishnah Yur Aleph. Haoseh Sukkato, Kemin Serif. If a person took two panels of schach, stood them upright on the ground, and then he sloped them towards each other until the tops of the two panels met, so they create a tipi. And then he closed up one end, so he has three walls. Or, Shesemachala Kotil. Or he took one panel of schach, stood it up upright, and then he bent the top towards the wall. And then he sealed up one open end. So now he has three walls. In both of these cases, Rabbi Eliezer is posel. Why is he posel? Because these sloped schach panels, it's not recognizable at all which part of them is wall and which part of them is schach. Therefore, Rabbi Eliezer says it's all wool and none of it is schach. The hachamim say no. It doesn't have to be recognizable. Once you could create a height of ten tefachim, so then till that section of the panel it will be considered wool, and past that, that's your schach. But halacha is like Rabbi Eliezer that these sukkot are pesulot. However, even Rabbi Eliezer is modeh, that if there's a tefah worth of recognizable wool, or a tefah worth of recognizable schach, then the entire sukkah is keshera. As long as, as long as past the point when you could reach ten tefahim high, you have seven by seven. And how do you cre- create recognizable wool? You just... If it goes straight up a tefah from the ground, and then it starts sloping on a slant. Or, how do you create recognizable roof? If on top, there's a flat surface of a tefah, and then the panel starts to slope. So in either one of those two cases, the entire sukkah is keshira once you are able to reach a height of ten tefahim. Because at least there's a tefah worth of recognizable wool or schach. Now the Mishnah deals with a mat made out of reeds. Now reeds are fine for schach. But if the mat was made for lying down, then it's mekabel tumah, and you're not allowed to use the mat. If the mat was made for schach, then you can use it for schach. So if you know why they made it, then just go by that. But our Mishnah is dealing with, what if you don't know why they made this mat? If it's a small mat, Everyone agrees. Assume that they made it for lying down. A small mat means it's like the height of a human being and not too much more than that. That If you don't know why they made it, assume they made it for lying down. It's pasul. But a large mat, which is way larger than the height of a human being, it's a mahloke, tanakama, and rabia diyezid. What should you assume if you don't know? Tanakama says, you could assume they made it for schach and it's fine. Rabia diyezid says no. You have to assume that they made it for lying down, and it's not fine. Halakha is like Tanakama, that a large mat, min hastam, is fine. And now let's just read into the words. Tanakama says, If it's a large mat, if they made it for lying down, then it's a problem. But min hastam, lesikuch. You assume that it's lesikuch. Now let's see the B of the Ezid. He says, Whether it's small or large, Assume that they made it for lying down. But if you know they made it, then it's fine. 
Sukkah Perik Aleph Mishnah Yod Bayit Shenifhat The ceiling of a house collapsed in the middle, but the sides of the ceiling are still intact. Vesikech al Gabav And he puts Chach Kasher on top of the hole. Im yesh menakotel asikuch arba amot If from the wall of the house until the hole where the Chach Kasher is is four amot then it's Pesula. Because then your, your Sukkah is considered not connected to the walls. So it's like you're not surrounded by walls. But if it's less than four amot, then we look at it as if the ceiling of the house is an extension of the wall. So it's like one long wall up and then sideways. And therefore, your sukkah is surrounded by walls. But this is only if it's less than four amot, which we learn from a halakha Moshe Messinai. Vechen haser Similarly, if you have a courtyard which is surrounded by houses all around. And the houses, the front wall of the houses, create a wall all around. And in front of the front wall of all the houses is a roof coming out to cover to cover the area, to create like a porch area in front of the houses. And then he puts Chach resting on the entire space of the courtyard, he puts Chach. So if the porches are, the ceiling of the porches are for Amot, then it's going to be, the, the Sukkah is going to be Pesula. But if the porches horizontally are less than for Amot, then we imagine that the wall of the houses bends and the, and the roof of the porch is an extension of the wall until the Sukkah and its Keshira. Tiferet Yisrael explains why do we need the case of the house and the case of the roof of the porch. He says, in the case of the house, we know that the, the walls of the house are made to serve the area inside the house, and that's where he put his koshischach. And still, if it's for amot, it's pesula, even though the walls were made to serve that area. In the case of the achsadra, the front walls of the house were really built to serve the house, not to serve the area of the Hasid, where he's putting his schach. And still, if it is less than Fu'amot, it's Keshira. Now the Mishnah gives a third example of the same concept. Sukkah Gedola, a large Sukkah, And on the perimeter of the Sukkah, all around, he puts schach pasul. For example, he put metal skewers all around. But in the middle of his large sukkah, he put schach kasher. Now what do we mean that it's a large sukkah? The schach kasher in the middle is 7 by 7 tevachim on its own. So that's what we mean, that's what we mean by it's a sukkah gedola. Im yesh tahtav If under the skewers, which are on the perimeter, they cover a space of four amot, then sitting under the tzachach kasher is pasul, because it's like you don't have walls surrounding you. But if the skewers on the perimeter cover less than four amot, then we say dofen akuma. Those skewers are an extension of the wall, and therefore, when you're under the tzachach, you are surrounded by walls, and it would be fine. Why do we need this additional case to? express the same concept. Tiferet Yisrael says, in the case of the bayit and the ceiling of the achsadra, 
the the only problem with the ceiling of the bait and the ceiling of the achsadra, those ceilings were made out of wood. The only problem was they were built to be part of an all-year-long living structure. But inherently, the material was fine. But in our case, with the metal skewers, which are mekabel tumah, and they don't grow from the ground, so they have a double negative even, so they're be'etim, materials that are pasul. So we didn't know that dofen akuma works even when the material itself is pasul. So that's why we needed this case, that even in this case, less than four amot, dofen akuma works as well. Now Bartinura says, what if the metal skewers instead of being on the perimeter, what if you had a three-walled sukkah and the metal skewers were running down the middle and they covered a width of four tefachim wide and from one for the back end of the sukkah straight to the front, the whole way, the four tefachim wide. In that case, the metal skewers split the sukkah in half and each half would now only have two walls and therefore... Both halves would be pasul. And then Bartanura says, what if in this three-walled sukkah there was airspace running from the back wall straight down the middle all the way to the front? Airspace, even if it's only three tefachim wide and it's going from one end to the other, it will split the sukkah in half. And now each half only has two walls and they would be pasul. And by airspace, even if on the side, on the perimeter, that there was an airspace of three tefachim. It would disconnect the schach from the wall and make it pasul. Because the halakha Moshe Mitzanai of Dofen Akuma only works with schach pasul, but it doesn't go through airspace.